0: Welcome to Building Teams with Teams & Co, where we explore how leaders can empower their teams, achieve ambitious strategies, and deliver an exceptional customer experience. Views expressed by guests are their own and may not reflect the views of Teams & Co. Mention of particular products or services and participation of a guest does not imply an endorsement by Teams & Co. The information provided is for educational and entertainment purposes and should not be taken as professional advice.
1: Hi. Welcome to Building Teams with Teams & Co. I'm Luis Wilson, and I'm sitting down with Tracy Eames today to discuss how organizations can navigate unprecedented change. Hey, Tracy, how's it going?
0: Hey, Luis, it's going well. How are you?
1: I'm doing great, thanks. So for today's episode, we really want to dive into how companies that are in the middle of really big changes, and perhaps I know that more changes on the way, can go about responding now, and then what does that mean for their short-term, medium-term, and long-term plan? Can you talk about a couple of examples of what we mean when we say unprecedented change?
0: So, change can come in a lot of different formats. We we kind of try to keep it simple and talk about change as like internally led or maybe externally prompted. Uh, twenty twenty has brought a lot of uh, unforeseen externally prompted changes for our organizations, but I'm sure also for a lot of organizations, there's been you know a fair amount of internal change management and internal change based on wanting to shift their strategy or respond to the current market dynamics. And so as we go through this, just know that when we think about change, we're thinking about how do you help your team kind of adjust and become more agile, not only with that initial change or that initial event, but we're also trying to build those, you know, those empowered teams that can continue to deliver that exceptional customer experience over time and continuously improve together.
1: Got it. Thank you for giving us some color around what we mean by organizations going through change and and the different phases of what that can mean. When I ask you, I know that when we're advising organizations, we ask them to really ask themselves, how is this change affecting my team? How is this change affecting my customers? How is this change affecting my strategy? I want to talk about today each of those in detail. So could you dive in and talk to us about the first pillar of team?
0: Teams is always the place we love to start here at Teams & Co. Um, So I'm happy to do that. But I think it's really important, and I think your um, statement is really critical to organizations because, you know, as we often talk about, having all three of these things, all three of these pillars connected is really what's going to help organizations manage their change, accelerate their growth, really build that organizational agility. So I'm really excited to to talk about all three, but I will definitely start with Teams. Uh, so when we think about our team, what we want to think about, obviously, we want to kind of take a step back and think about what we would want as an individual too, right? Usually what people want is information. And so it's it's not only important when we're first kind of understanding that we're going to be going through change, we want to think about kind of three T's of communication. So we want it to be timely, we want it to be transparent, and we want it to be truthful. So individuals are looking to their leadership to understand what's happening, what do I need to know, how does that affect me? We wanna make sure that we're also working across our teams. So our team isn't just our nuclear team, but it's really kind of the teams we work with across the organization. And it's also our leadership. So we wanna make sure that as we're going through these, uh, you know, these shifts, we are not only communicating with our team, but we're gathering their feedback, we're sharing that up to leadership, and we're really building that feedback loop. And as we progress through change, especially as we think about progressing through 2020, it's helpful to kind of continuously take that pulse. We, we sometimes in organizations have these one-time annual employee surveys, but the ongoing conversation with your team is really critical. So we want to talk to them about, okay, we had a shift. We, maybe we changed the way we work together. Maybe we implemented a new protocol. How did that go? Did you feel like you had the information that you needed to be successful? Did you feel like you had the tools to be successful? Are there additional tools that I could provide as your leader or that we could provide as an organization? you know from your leadership you might want to ask how are things going are we delivering the things that you're expecting you know if we're not how do we get better and and really making sure that you're having those conversations again with other teams as well so if you work with you know if you're on marketing and you work with sales and operations you know kind of every once in a while just sitting down with those leaders and having a conversation of do we feel like our cross functional teams have what they need to be successful do we have clear goals for them Is everybody pulling in the right direction? Are we all working on the new strategy if there's a new strategy versus the old strategy? And just making sure that everybody's really engaged continuously. Because as we always say, having that strong feedback loop is gonna help you gain a lot of information as a leader about how to better empower your teams and how to better support them. And in turn, it'll help the organization move quicker because you're removing those friction points as you go. So you're not letting things build up. You know, you, you as a team encounter a challenge, you address the challenge, you move on. And if you can do that and speed up that process through ongoing communications, it's going to allow you to continuously adapt and innovate and really, again, just be more agile as you're going through change.
1: Right. And it's making the team more agile for the change that's happening now and keeping those practices in place to continue the communication and continuing the collaboration. Thank you. Then let's move on to the next pillar and talk about customers.
0: In speaking about customers, as we always say, customers are the most important part of our business. Uh, they're the reason we are in business. And so as we're as we're managing change and as we're you know trying to excel through change, we want to make sure that we are communicating with our customers just the same way we're communicating with our teams. And so again, this can be you know as informal as a survey, but also it can be when customers are calling in that we're asking them some follow-up questions. So if a customer calls in and says, hey, you know, you used to offer X, but would you be able to do Y? Asking some follow-up questions to understand what that really means will help you understand what will be newly valuable to them. So when we talk about creating that great customer experience, we want to make sure we're delivering values and we're meeting their needs. And as we all know, um, you know, based on our experiences this year, is that there's a lot of things that we didn't know were going to be valuable to us as customers until we're in this situation, right? And so, Having that consistent communication, tracking your customer metrics, right? We talk about customer lifecycle marketing a lot in terms of understand not only how you're acquiring customers, but how you're building loyalty with customers and retaining them for the long term. Understanding all of those metrics and and watching the trends in them will also help you, you know, follow up with your customers, understand if there's different value drivers. Maybe your, you know, your longtime loyal customers have different needs than maybe your new customers have. And again, all of that will give you the, mo- the most amount of information to help you continuously provide value going forward to all of, your, all of your customer segments.
1: Thank you, Tracy. I'm aware of one example that I just read across here in Forbes about how a hotel is staying in contact and in communication with their customers and learned about one of their evolving needs. And because of that, they recently came out with a new offering, and that is an offering a daily rate for folks looking to work from home. Um, so this is basically changing out what the regular check-in and checkout hours are at their hotel to fit an individual looking for a workspace. Um, this was all brought about by just that staying in close contact with the customers.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think, I think all of us are seeing examples like that. I mean, I know that I've recently downloaded a, a gym workout app. You know, I used to be going to the gym in person. And now I have an app I can take yoga classes and I can do outdoor runs and it's really a shift in that kind of entire business model of saying, if we can't have people in person, what's the way that we can still offer our service in a relevant way to our customers? And I, I think these are all really great examples of, of how organizations are listening to their customers and shifting.
1: Absolutely. Now, moving on to the next pillar is strategy. Could you talk to us about how folks can think about strategy in terms of change?
0: Strategy is exactly what, you know, kind of the perfect build off of team and customers, right? Because your strategy is how are you going to deliver value to your customers? So how are you and your teams going to work together to deliver that value? So as you're having these conversations with your team and your customers, you're going to be going through a, a methodology and a framework to say, okay, which ones of these, what's the best way that we can fulfill these needs and what's our strategy as an organization? So your strategy as an organization, you know, may not shift entirely, right? Like your your mission, your purpose, key building blocks of your organization are going to still stay in place, right? If, if your mission and purpose, using the examples that we talked about, you know, as a gym is to provide a way for customers to, you know, improve their health, get physical activity, you're still doing that, right? Your strategy of being able to deliver that value might be a little bit different now. And so you're going to be, you know, I would kind of continuously kind of talk to your team, You can have, you know, folks within your team kind of do exercises around SWOT. So, you know, your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, your threats, and understanding which one of these opportunities might be kind of the best possibility for you. You also are going to want to watch all of your quantitative data. So as you're moving and as you're shifting your strategy, you want to be tracking to say, is it working? Right? So we don't want to keep shifting so often that we're not able to see the trends and if our strategy shift has made a difference but we wanna keep tracking that strategy, tracking our goals against that strategy. And the key to that is if we do shift our strategy, we wanna make sure we set up new goals for our teams and they understand what success looks like under the new strategic vision, right? So if you do decide that, you know we do need to shift our strategy a little bit, we need to play in a new space, we need to deliver value in a new way, then we wanna make sure that we have tactics that are coming out of that strategy that make sense and are aligned to delivering that value. And also that we have goals around those tactics to make sure our teams are aligned in delivering success and they know what success
1: looks like. I see. So in recap, we talked about the three pillars that we use to look at change, team, customer strategy, and how those work together. Also took a little deeper dive into, hey, what are the questions that you should be asking yourself now? And how does that relate to what you'll be doing uh, in the future for the long term. Is there anything else that we should be highlighting to folks uh, as they think about navigating change and empowering agile teams to do so?
0: I think the most important thing, and hopefully it's come through in this podcast is, is really knowing that it's a process of improvement and it's a process of innovation. You know, if, if maybe you realize in conversations with your team, the first few things that, you know, you changed didn't work out as well. Great, that's an opportunity for improvement we're all in this together and obviously a lot of times these changes are are you know not expected by any of us so the process of kind of having these conversations continuously tracking our metrics working together it's all it's all a process and and the more we can do that together and build a shared experience we're going to come up with you know really great perspectives we're going to have lots of different ideas we're going to test a lot of things but again you know it's all about continuous improvement and so if maybe you say, hey, we could have done some things better, that's okay. Let's do those things better the next time. And then when we do the next recap, we're going to say, okay, we could probably improve on these things. Great. Or we did these things really well. Let's do more of that. And I think that's a really important approach to take with our teams because we want to make sure, again, we're kind of building that positive experience around change. And while we do have to change and a lot of these changes are very difficult, we want to make sure that we're you know, kind of treating it like a process versus a one-time event. That way we can continuously get better together.
1: Got it. Thank you for highlighting the process approach to change and and then not having it just be one-time experience. And thank you for joining me this week, Tracy. Really happy to be back.
0: This is great, Louise. Thanks again, and uh, we look forward to next week. You've been listening to Building Teams with Teams & Co., To learn more about the latest thinking on how to empower your team to deliver exceptional results or to book a consultation, please visit us at teamsandco.com or follow us at LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook.